all right okay okay what is up everybody it's Ozzy talks facts right here gonna spit some facts like always this is my monday night room uh, review episode um here's the funny thing though i actually didn't get to see monday night raw um because like i want to let you guys know i always do record monday night raw AEW dynamite and uh friday night smackdown i do watch it the next day you know of the show and it seems kind of weird. You kind of think, how come we don't watch it live? Well, that's just who I've always been. I really haven't watched... I don't... It's very rare that I watch, you know, those shows live. Even though Dynamite started last year and everything, you know. Um, I just... I just don't watch it live. It's very rare that I do. I watch the pay-per-views live, of course. But not... You know, um... Not the shows. Let me just grab a drink real quick. I gotta be really fast with the fridge. Because there have been, um... Reason why I'm not able to do the episode for you guys. Oh, I am doing the episode for you guys. The reason why I'm not able to like, wasn't able to watch, is uh because of a power outage here in uh, New York. There's been a lot of um, power outages, especially especially where I live right now. There's a lot of power outages. I'm optimistic that the power will come back on by tonight because I have heard that Con Edison is looking at it. So. Hopefully they're not just looking at it, you know, literally. Hope they're actually fixing it, you know, so we can get the power back on. And I really wanted to play PlayStation tonight, play some MLB. But, you know, you got to be appreciative of these things, of having power and shit, you know. And the AC, you got to be appreciative of it because it can all go away so quickly. Like, I was actually watching the Islanders game today, and they beat the Panthers 4-2, to so I'm hyped about that. Looking to get the sweep tomorrow. And... Legit, right into the second period, the power just went boom, like went right out. Like a transformer where I live, like exploded. And the power's been out since a quarter to two. And I was going to watch Raw after the hockey game, because the hockey game ended after like 2.30, because I actually watched, not watched, I listened to the game on the radio, the rest of the game in the third period. And I was going to watch Raw right after the game. But sadly, the power has not come back on. I was like, come on, come on, like, I'm, I want to do, I want to watch the show and be able to do the episode for you guys. I'll still do it for you. I'll just look at, I'll look at what happened and give you my thoughts on it. You know, overall, it looked like an okay kind of episode. It looked kind of bizarre, in my opinion. Maybe that's a good thing. You know, maybe that is a good thing. Who knows? But, uh, <laughs> um, so let's just take a look at the episode and just see what happened. And I'll give you guys, I'll give you my, I'll give you guys my thoughts. I'm sorry. I've been just having a lot of trouble today. I didn't go to sleep till like two in the morning yesterday. I'm kind of tired, but, well, you know, let's, I'm still going to do the episode for you guys. I know I actually put out an episode that was like two minutes and I said, I'm not going to be able to do a review for you guys. I changed my mind so quickly. I was like, nah, I got to do this for you guys. Like. I could just talk about the show. Like, I didn't have to watch it. I could just talk about it. All right. So let's get to the start of the show. Let me just get to it real quick. All right. So Raw kicks off with MVP versus Apollo Crews for the United States Championship. The lights keep going on and off due to quote-unquote weather. Okay. So Apollo Crews beat... MVP to become the rightful United States champion. After the match, Apollo tells a story about taking the titles home to his kids. That's nice. It looks like the overall could have been a good match. MVP blames his loss on the lights, flickering on and off. MVP says he doesn't care about Apollo's wife and kids. <laughs> Demands his rematch against Apollo for the United States championship. 
at a uh, at SummerSlam. I'm spilling water all over myself. I actually kind of need that without the air on. <laughs> That's actually pretty cool. Literally. Um, so, I mean, so it, is, it actually is official at SummerSlam. It is going to be Apollo Crews and MVP. Hopefully, it's the last time we see these two wrestle because I actually kind of wanted to see Crews versus um, Mustafa Ali for the United States Championship. You know, that would have been pretty cool, but... Guess not. Guess MVP has to get another title match. That's kind of weird, though. He loses, and then he gets a title match automatically. It's kind of, like, kind of stupid, but... Whatever. So, backstage, we see Sasha Banks, the Raw Women's Champion, half of the Tag Team Champions, and Bailey, of course, the other half of the Tag Team Champions, and, the Smackdown, and also the SmackDown Women's Champion. And Shayna Baszler punched the air. Really good selling by Sasha. So, she, quote-unquote, punched Sasha in the face. I was like, uh, okay, I, I kind of, I saw like the gif of it. I was like, oh my god, like Sasha sold it. <laughs> Saying I just punched the air, which was funny. She didn't even hit her. Look like, so maybe they're gonna do Shayna and Sasha. It seems like you know. I mean, Shayna, I guess is good now. It's kind of she's kind of like that, that face where it's like, or good person where it's like, it's kind of weird to see her as a good person. After all the shit she's done since she's been on the main roster. But when after Becky and, you know, stepping on people's arms and shit, it's like, oh my god, now she's good? <laughs> when the locker room's gonna be like, oh my god. But yeah, so I mean, if, they, if it comes down to that, I hope that Shayna wins the title. Because then if she loses to Sasha, that's ridiculous. If they do the match at SummerSlam, which it kind of seems like they're gonna do. I would hope, but it seems like, really? Or maybe they're gonna do like a multi-women match, what I've heard. They might do that. Because, yeah, it's kind of like... I, I do want to see Shayna win. Shayna's one of my favorites. A lot of people don't like her. They think that she's uh, boring. I'm like, she's boring? She's really not. I really like Shayna. She's cool. I want to see her become champion, hold the title for a long time. Because she's really cool. I want to see her versus Ronda Rousey if she ever, if she ever comes back to WWE. Uh, okay, so Kevin Owens holds the Kevin Owens show with special guests Ruby Ryan and Liv Morgan. KO says they're bringing out the best in each other. It reminds them of the past. Ruby wants Liv to give her another chance. The Iconics interrupted and mocked them, and they slapped KO after he asked for more technical difficulties for their mics. And Ruby and Liv took them out, and then they beat him in a tag team match. So that's pretty good. That's pretty good right there. You know, seeing Ruby Ryan and Liv Morgan getting kind of a push on TV. Maybe they'll become the new uh, women's tag team champions. There you go. Let me just say this. You know, Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan, mostly Liv, mostly Liv Morgan, they're one of the most underrated women's wrestlers in the WWE. You have to build a future around them. Not around like with... Because Becky, Bailey, Charlotte, and Sasha, they're all news. Back in 2016, or sorry, 2015 to be exact, that's when they debuted on the main roster. That's when you built around them, and they did. But this is 2020 now. You have new talent. And you also have... So you got Ruby Riot. You have the Iconics. You have Liv Morgan. You have Bianca Belair. You're going to have... You still have Asuka. Nikki Cross. You could say... Eh, can you really say Alexa? She's been up since 2016. Um, you have Io Shirai coming up pretty soon. You're going to have Rhea Ripley. Tegan Knox. You're going to have... You have Sonya Deville, not Mandy Rose, because she sucks. You have a lot of women's talent right here. You can't focus on 
the big four. We know Becky, well, we know she's not going to be back for a while, if she'll ever come back to wrestling, because we know she has a kid coming on the way in the next few months, so either she'll come back, or maybe not. She might stay away, because then who's going to take care of, you know, their child? That's why Maurice isn't wrestling anymore, like, on a full-time schedule. Becky's not going to be able to do a full-time schedule. You know what I mean? Somebody's going to take care of the kid. And we know Seth Rollins isn't done just yet. Unless if he's willing to give it all up and be home all the time. You know, who knows? You know, when you have a kid, that changes you right there. You don't know. Becky might just, like, retire after she gives birth. Like, who knows? And we know, like like I said, with the big four. So we can kind of take Becky out of the equation for right now. And I wish her all the best. You know, I hope they have a beautiful, healthy baby and wish her the best. And maybe... Maybe we're going to see, if it's a boy or a girl, we're going to see their kid be in wrestling one day. That would be really cool. <laughs> like, if it's a girl, imagine, like, one of, a, one of the Miz and Maurice daughters versus, you know, Seth and Becky if they have a daughter. That would be really cool. That's something right there, like, second-generation talent right there. Let's see what happens. But all the best to Becky. So we kind of take her out of the equation for now. I mean, Bailey, you know, she really hasn't, she's kind of, I guess, reached her peak right now in being a heel because, I don't know, when she brought, like, her silly-ass gimmicks that made roster, yeah, people were behind it, but then after a while, I mean, sometimes she wasn't really getting much reaction. Like, she was just like, kind of like, eh, people were like, oh, okay. People weren't really reacting to her as much. People weren't starting to like her character anymore. It worked at NXT. But, you know, I remember that one match she had with Alexa where she didn't want to grab the kendo stick and beat up Alexa with it. It's like, oh, my God, really? Because Bailey didn't want to reach that kind of low, but she's at that low now because she's a heel. Now she does all the nasty shit. <laughs> nah, but Bailey as a heel is absolutely garbage. Like, I'm sorry to say, you could say Bailey and Sasha are carrying the company. They are not carrying the company by any means necessary. If anything, they're losing ratings because of them. Because it's so stupid. Maybe if they were good guys, people would see them differently. But they always cheat to win the matches. It's like, it's it's so stupid. It doesn't mean, just because you're a heel, doesn't mean they have to cheat every single match. Because this just gets so stupid seeing them cheat every single week. It's like, oh my goodness. Like, do you have to cheat every week? Like, what's the meaning of cheating every single week in a match? Like, seriously, I want to know. Like, what's the meaning of it? People don't like to see that. It's just... It's dumb. It's, like, really, really dumb. I I really don't understand it, to be honest. I really don't. And then you got, you know, Charlotte Flair, you know. And how many times she's won... The women's championships. It's like it's ridiculous with her. I mean, we know we haven't seen her on TV. We haven't seen her on TV for a while. People are saying like, "Oh, do we miss Charlotte?" Flair? Hell no! I wish she would retire and just go away, because she's just. I mean, Charlotte's one of the most overrated women's wrestlers in the WWE, like, and that's a fact. Like it is. You may not think it is, but no, it's true. She's overrated as hell. She's not that good. She's really, really not. And her promos are cringe. They're not really good anymore. 
She's just, she's not all that. She's not all that, to be honest. She's very overrated. And then you got, you know, Sasha Banks. I mean, she's a five-time women's champion. Like, all, all, uh, all women's champion. But every time she's had a title reign, she's lost it right away. So that's what might happen at SummerSlam. She might just lose it right away. Maybe they're going to keep the SmackDown Women's title on Bayley. And that's a title Sasha will win. But then that would be her sixth title. And then you would think all five of her reigns have ended terribly. Because <laughs> I don't think she's ever defended the title. I don't think she's ever had a successful uh, title defense, I meant to say, at all. I think every time she's defended the title, she's lost. Like, she hasn't won. Which is, like, pretty stupid. Then why make her champion in the first place if she's going to lose it in her first title defense? That makes no sense at all. Sorry, I hit, the, hit my railing by accident. A radiator, sorry, radiator. Said the wrong word. Um, but yeah. It's like you can't like really think about the four horsewomen. You can't build around them anymore. Like I said, you do take Becky out of the equation for now. But even think when she comes back, they won't like do much with her, to be honest. Because she'll probably just be a part-timer when she comes back. If she, you know, wants to wrestle again. That's her choice. And I will fully stand by her, you know, if Becky decides to come back. Well, if she just wants to stay at home, that's perfectly fine by me. She's made her money. You know, she's with Seth Rollins. They got a lot of money coming in. They're going to be fine. So I give all the respect to Becky in the world. She'll be okay. And she's got a great caring guy like Seth Rollins right next to her. So they're going to be, they're going to be just fine. And I'm not saying that to be a smart aleck I'm just saying, no, they're going to be fine. That's a good thing right there. They're going to be okay. You know, if Becky decides not to wrestle anymore, that's fine. I really hope she does come back in the ring, but it's her own choice, and I will stand by her the whole way. So we'll just see what happens. But yeah, you gotta build it around these other women in the division. Like Ruby Riot, like Liv Morgan, like Bianca Belair, like the Iconics, like Sonya Deville, and eventually, you know, Tegan Knox, Io Sheree, or Io Shirai, excuse me. You still have Oscar you could build around, Nikki Cross, Rhea Ripley. You have so many women that you could just build the divisions around. Oh my god, fucking kids screaming outside. It's annoying. Sorry. I always get like that when there's a disturbance. But yeah. That's what you have to do. You have to build it around these other women. Not the same old shit from 2015. That's like bringing back the Bella Twins and giving them championships. And let me just say, they were the most overrated in WWE. They were one of the worst, the Bella Twins. I don't know who fucking thought of it. Maybe Vince did. But they were terrible. They were terrible wrestlers. I mean, Nikki, she improved along the way. Brie was always like a botch fest. I think she actually legit knocked out, I don't know if it was Liv Morgan or Sarah Logan. I figure which one she knocked out. It wasn't Ruby Riot. It most likely was Liv. But, like, she was so bad in the ring. Nikki, like I said, improved. she improved in the ring. Like, she did. Like, along the way. But Brie, never. Like, never never did, in my opinion. But it is what it is. Well, you know, that's what you have to do. So, and also, someone pushed over some boxes and stole Shelton Benjamin's 24-7 title. And Charlie Cruz so officially told MVP that Apollo Cruz accepted his challenge for SummerSlam, so that is official. So next we got Drew McIntyre addressing Randy Orton and claims Randy Orton should have been fired many times in the past for his mistakes and legit crap he did. Randy and Ric Flair come out and claims 
the reason he's been given so many chances is because he's the chosen one and will always be more valuable to the WWE than Drew will ever be. Drew says Randy will always be a selfish prick and not a leader that the locker room can look up to. And let me just say, this match at SummerSlam is going to be really good between Drew and Randy. Like, seriously, this match is going to be good. You know, it's kind of like Randy's in another SummerSlam title match like he was last year with Kofi Kingston. That match was terrible. Like, it was it was overhyped. It was so bad. But no, I think this match with Drew... This match with Drew is going to be really good. I'm sorry, I heard some banging. That's why I like, stopped for a second. I was like, what the hell was that? <sighs> okay, whatever. But no, this match with Drew is going to be really good. Drew versus Randy is going to be a really good match at SummerSlam. I do believe Randy is going to win the title, in my opinion. Because they want to do him versus Edge for the title when Edge eventually comes back. Which I don't... Which I don't think they should do. Not very nice. People screaming outside as I'm trying to do this. Oh my god. So sorry about this, guys. It's just, I'm sorry. It's just annoying. Okay, it's kind of quiet down. <sighs> interruptions, interruptions. But yeah, um, I do think Randy is going to win at SummerSlam. I really hope he doesn't. It's going to be a good match. I mean, Randy will reach another milestone to be a 14-time world champion. I'll tie Triple H for that, which is pretty good. Well, not pretty good. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> we know Randy Orton's last title run when he won the... The WWE title back in 2017 was terrible. You know, I, I said how it should have went is Bray Wyatt should have won the uh, the Royal Rumble. And Randy Orton should have won the title at the uh, the Elimination Chamber. And then at WrestleMania, Bray Wyatt wins the WWE title. That's how they should have done it. But they did it the opposite way, which I was like, you kind of knew Randy was going to win, which kind of sucked. I get why they did it, because Randy manipulated the Wyatt family, and he, look what he got in the end of it. It's like, but really, though, that was pretty stupid, but hopefully this match, because recently in WWE title matches, Randy's been in, and they've been terrible, like Bray Wyatt, Jinder Mahal, Kofi Kingston. It's like, uh, he's been terrible in world title matches recently. He's not, he hasn't showed up for that big match. Well, he showed up against Edge, obviously, but I'm talking about, like, well, title matches, not like regular singles matches. That's ah, good water. But yeah, it'll be a really good match, in my opinion. So Nia Jax refused to apologize for her actions the last week, and Nia Jax is indefinitely suspended without pay. So then she headbutted Pat Buck, who's an independent wrestler, but now he works backstage. So it's like, thank goodness, but... Uh, I'm seeing a comment on Facebook. Somebody said, goodbye and good riddance. I would pray. She never comes back, but her cousin stands in the way of that. That is true. They, if Nia Jax wasn't The Rock's cousin, she would be fired. And it's not because of last week. No, it's like just her wrestling-wise. We know last week obviously was scripted attacking people. Obviously, it's fake, everybody. Not fake, it's scripted. The shit they do is real, but it's scripted-wise. You know, the moves they do is real. So it's not fake. It's scripted. <laughs> Which you could say, well, that's still fake, but it's, it's different, you know what I'm trying to say? But yeah, it's true, because she botches in the ring all the time. She's injured people. She hasn't gotten better in the ring. Nia Jax is just... And her character's stupid. It's like, what is her character, really, when you think of it? Like, really, what is, like, her character? She doesn't really have, like, much of a personality when she talks. 
she screams. It's like... She always loses, like, in big matches, too. She never really wins the big one other than WrestleMania 34 when she beat Alexa. Well, I mean... I mean, come on. Look at the size difference between her and Alexa. Is it really believable if Alexa beats her fair? Like, no. And it was kind of stupid how they did that, like, where Nia Jax kind of like gets bullied by Mickey James and Alexa, like, they make fun of her. I'm like, but she's, like, she's a big girl, not fat. I'm not saying fat. She's, like, a tall girl. She could destroy both of them by herself, so she shouldn't even get, like, offended. But I get, I get you could say, like, like, that could happen to anybody in childhood, and they could be a tall, big person. They could still get bullied. That's trauma. I understand that. I understand that. You know, that, that's fair. But it was just kind of stupid with that, the whole storyline. You know, I was happy for Nia at the time. I was really... I liked Nia Jax back then. When she was on her own and she turned good. I liked her and she was more connected with the fans. The fans liked her a lot more. They were getting into her. They're like, you know what? You deserve the championship. She was getting a little bit better in the ring. Like she was. But I think mostly where the fans... I think where she lost the fans is where... Or when, when she punched uh, Becky Lynch in the face and broke her nose. And Becky Lynch was like the hottest character at the time. And she couldn't be at Survivor Series because of that. And people were, they were booing Nia Jax out of the building. At fucking, um, what was it, Survivor Series. It was crazy. They were destroying her. Like, oh my goodness. Everyone knew once that music was going to hit, they were just pissed. Bang, what the fuck do you mean, really? But you know, it's just whatever. People were just pissed at Survivor Series, and they were rightfully so. But Nia Jax just sucks, and really, she needs to be fired. Like, you know, I, I don't like to say someone should be fired, I don't like to mess with anybody's job, but she needs to leave, seriously. So then Akira Tozawa beat Shelton Benjamin in R Truth in a triple threat match to become the new 24 7 champion with some help from the ninjas. I mean, Akira Tozawa's new gimmick is actually kind of funny, to be honest. I mean, I kind of feel like it's kind of like... It's funny, but then it's also kind of stupid. It's like, he's a really talented wrestler. You know... Especially when he won the Cruiserweight title, when they had him in the Titus brand. They made him look stupid. You know, they really did. But, what are you going to do? It's not a talent they're wasting. So, then Shaman Man finally returned and announced his Raw on the ground for 10 o'clock. And I'll definitely get into that real, real quick, when it happens. Dominic Mysterio wants a match against Raymond. Um, well, against his father. Hey, listen, that probably could happen. Dominic Mysterio wants a match against Seth Rollins at SummerSlam. We'll get to that really soon. So then Sasha Banks and Shayna Baszler end up wrestling, but it goes into a no contest after Asuka gets involved. Like, really? We're in 2020 and we're still doing these kind of matches. These kind of finishes to matches. Come on. And then Asuka wants a rematch against Sasha Banks for the Royal Women's title at SummerSlam. Sasha says Asuka, if Asuka defeats Bailey next week, she will give her a rematch for the title at SummerSlam. So kind of like spoiler alert, Bailey's going to win when you think of it. Uh, it's, it's I, I don't know, there's nothing really to say about it. Like I said, I didn't watch the show. If I had watched the show, I'd be, there'd be a lot more to say. About like explaining, breaking it down, but saying that I'm not able to because, like I said, I wasn't able to watch. But I'll be able to watch next week for Raw and and definitely Dynamite this week and SmackDown this week. So don't worry about that. So then Babatun Day, as I say his name, is now called Dabakato. And he took out all the fighters in Raw Underground. I watched 
I actually watched the clips of Raw Underground, and I seriously enjoyed it. I thought it was good, especially seeing, you know, the girls as well. I'm like, oh, this is getting good. This feels like the Attitude Era right here, and I seriously enjoyed that. I thought, like, oh, here we go. That's how we do it now. That was that was pretty good. That was That's pretty good. Let's hope this Raw Underground, you know, let's hope it works. So then Angel Garza beat Angelo Dawkins. And I don't say by Angel Garza, like, you know, when eventually him and Andrade aren't a thing anymore, he's going to be really something Garza because he's very talented. So then Andrade beat Montez Ford by ref stoppage after Ford collapsed and couldn't continue. And I was like, okay. And Montez, too, we know, is going to be a future champion. So then Eric took out someone raw on the ground. I didn't see that clip, actually. And some people dressed up and destroyed some equipment, which was... Which is like, okay. Uh, so then Seth Rollins gets upset with Tom Phillips for cheering Dominic Mysterio and giving him hope. And Samoa Joe stands up for Phillips and says he would gladly slap Rollins and Murphy around. Rollins says what happens to Joe will not be his fault. So maybe Joe is getting back in the ring pretty soon because then he was attacking both Seth and uh, Murphy. So Dominic Mysterio comes down, goes after Seth Rollins and Murphy with the kendo stick, and Rollins agrees to face Dominic at SummerSlam. So, it'll be a pretty good match at SummerSlam, Dominic Mysterio's first ever match. And we know he's gotten some pretty good training, so let's see how he does in his first match. I really can't wait to see it. So Dolph Ziggler takes out someone in Raw on the ground. And then the Raw ends with the Hurt Business taking over Raw Underground. I saw that clip as well. And I thought it was a really good clip to end the show. I thought it was a really good way to end it, you know. There was supposed to be a new faction they said was going to appear on Raw. But it didn't happen. Everybody thought the Undisputed Era was going to show up. Maybe right then and there people thought they were going to show up at the end. But they didn't. So it was kind of like, okay. Um... So we kind of got lied right there with the whole new faction. Unless if it's the people that destroyed the equipment, whatever it is. Like, I don't know. But you know, at least they were right about Shane McMahon returning. <laughs> but, I mean, it's I think the Raw Underground, to be honest, I think it's a pretty good idea. Some people think it's kind of stupid. I mean, at first I kind of thought it was, but then I looked at the clips. And I thought, no, this actually has a lot of potential to be very, to be very good. But we'll see what happens. So, again, guys... I am sorry I wasn't able to watch the show. I didn't really break down more, so I had to, like, go on the 434 page and, like, look at the, you know, what happened and shit. So I am really sorry about that, but definitely, definitely, I will be watching Dynamite. And I'll be doing that review on Thursday, and I'll definitely be watching SmackDown. And that review will come out either Saturday night or Sunday morning. Most likely Sunday morning. So hope you guys enjoy this episode. And I will talk to you guys soon.